Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week on our uh, one-year anniversary episode, guys. It's our 52nd episode, so thanks for being here. Uh, Carmen, once again, how's it going? Good. Happy 100th episode. I had no idea. Or 52nd, but it's a year. (laughs) We're, I still have no idea. We're halfway there. We're halfway Happy 12,000th episode. <laughs> Charles, day, Charles, what's going on, man? Jared Ferguson. And uh, George, once again, good to have you back. Hola. And a couple of new guests tonight that we're going to be talking about some of their music that's going to be coming out. Um, Brandon and Carlos from Early Empires. What's up, guys? Hello. Good, Chris. Thanks for having us. Of yeah, course. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about... So you guys, uh, let, let our listeners know real quick. Let's get that right off the bat, and then we'll talk about it some more later in the episode. But um, I know you guys have some new music you're working on is it going to be released soon how how can our listeners get a hold of it and uh what do you got planned so let it let them know currently right now we have stuff that is fresh in the studio mix stage uh but we do have music that's available for free at our website which is earlyempires.com. all right dope uh, <clears throat> yeah there's videos and and music on there and there's a bunch of informations about us so I, I heard you guys uh, are working on some kind of video project or something, maybe. Uh, is that is that true? Yes, that is the current uh, thing that was going on. Um, it's basically a three-song video of the studio time that we did recording. Oh, okay. Uh, the three new songs for the new record. Is it like footage in the studio, or is it something different? Yes, it is footage from the studio live. Nice. Similar to uh, like audio tree type. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Are we going to throw some of that up on the... Uh, yeah, we're actually going to play a 30-second clip. Uh, I think we, nice. can, we can get away with it on the podcast oh, if we keep it 30 seconds or less. So I'll sneak that in right now. That's highly appreciated. Awesome. back and that was early empires uh you guys can check them out at earlyempires.com, right carlos yes sir and um do you guys have some shows coming up or anything else you want to let our listeners know real quick we do um we're you know from the central valley here in merced <clears throat> uh, that's where we're based from right the next show that we have is uh 420 uh fest in turlock nice nice and you cool. can get the information from that on our facebook uh site it'll also be on our website as well but um, yeah, that's going to be really, really cool because we've never played at a... It's uh, Cannabis. A lot of bands? Or are you guys just one of a few? We are the only band, actually. Oh, nice. So it's nice. That's be even better. A very special evening with Early Empires. So what's the significance in the number 420? Um, <laughs> is there something special it's, about it's 420? Hitler's, Hitler's birthday. It's, is that what it is? It happens to fall on that day. <laughs> 
Yeah. But I think sound sound check is probably at 420 also. Oh, great. So great. we'll be sound checking all night long. Safety meetings on at 420. 420. Yeah. 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 I figured maybe like there was like 420, you know, days it took to, you know, for sure. somebody to yeah. reach like, like a, a right. obstacle. It's Definitely. like an old Celtic kind of a like Stonehenge. Oh, cool. Stuff Stonehenge? Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's like Stonehenge. space without the stars. You know? Awesome. Yeah. Great. None more black. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So that should be. Well, I think they're gonna. They probably pay us in in meds. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, that's cool. You get like a free is, samples all day. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a treasure. Nice, awesome. nice. Uh, just in a couple of weeks, folks, I'll be spearing the um, spearheading the 360 festival. Oh yeah, which is happening right here. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> in to this me. room. Wow. Three, what's going to be at the 360 yeah. Festival? Oh, all kinds of stuff. We're going to have crow's, crow's Milk, Ball Jack. Paul Jack, Crow's Milk, Krill Reserve. Krill Reserve. What about Cheryl Crow's Milk? Cheryl Crow's Milk. We could do a limited edition of that. <clears throat> sure. Have like whole, we don't like, have to get the rights for that. Like re- revolution, like spinning around kind of a game, isn't there with mm-hmm. that? Like, Absolutely. Thus the 360. Yeah, something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Wild. Cool. Well All played. right, guys. <laughs> uh, let's move on to what's what's happening this week. Uh, if you guys want to enter for our weekly prize, you can win David Bowie Glastonbury Live 2000 Remastered CD, Jimi Hendrix Both Sides of the Sky, Pink Floyd The Early Years DVD CD Combo, or Long Strange Trip, The Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray. Your choice. Just text the word PRIZE, P-R-I-Z-E, to 68683. Go through the steps to confirm your entry for this week's giveaway. Good luck. So, yes. Um, wow. Lots of new things out this week on That's the pretty cool, right? charts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Uh, lots of new things out. March 22nd, 2019 here. New album from American Football. i got to say it's a pretty cool album. I'm going to be featuring some tracks from uh, the garage on the garage along with your guys's music as well nice so our listeners can hear the full length of early empires track that we heard earlier as well as some new music from some of these artists they're releasing uh, new tracks today thank you very much for doing can, that can of I course. can I say that. something uh, no offense to these artists but I'm actually more excited to hear early empires <laughs> than I am to hear any any of these yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. How, how long has it uh, been since you guys put out uh, a new a new music or EP or album and uh, you know the productivity of the band has been such that it's it's just ongoing so we never really stop working, so we're always playing shows, and if we're not playing shows, we're writing music, and nice. if we're not writing music, we're recording the music. Awesome. Uh, it's been amazing, so... Make sure you guys tune in uh, tomorrow on the 23rd of March, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can go to 1057thebear.com and stream it live anywhere in the world at that time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow, so make sure you guys do that and check it out. Tune into the episode, because we're going to be featuring some new stuff from American Football um, Andrew Bird, I think he's actually on the list as well. He's got a new album out. Um, Avery Tear, X Hex, Jenny Lewis, I don't know, BBO Sound Machine, hmm. uh, Law Dispute, Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. I think that's a DJ. Mm-hmm. Lamb Chop, sing along. Right? Uh, Motley Crue is doing their uh, the Dirt soundtrack because they're doing that Netflix thing that comes out, I think, tomorrow. Oh, so, yeah. Well, today, by the time you guys are hearing that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So they're doing a soundtrack. Uh, Sleepers, Spiral Stairs, Strands of Oaks, Tamarin, these new Puritans and mm. Wallows. All have new albums out, so check them out if you're interested in that. Uh, all right, so kicking off rock news. Uh, not really rock news, but uh, definitely a, a staple of the rock scene in general and just uh, counterculture. Jake Phelps, skateboarding legend and longtime editor of Thrasher Magazine, Aww. passed away at the age of 56 this week. Uh, he died on, well, it was actually last Thursday. Uh, he was 56. His, um, Young. Yeah. Uh, his uncle Clark wrote that he passed away with his friends and or his family by uh, just I guess he said he died suddenly and easy. 
Uh, and if you knew him, you knew a character. He went on to say, we loved each other. He was anywhere near Salt Lake City who had crashed for a night or two. I have dozens of stories, and I will tell a few in a few days. So mm. it was uh, no cause of death was released, and it was very unexpected. Um, he began skateboarding at age 13, moved to Frisco in the early 80s, eventually found work boxing merchandise and writing reviews for Thrasher. He was appointed editor in 1993 and remained on the job until his death. And it was a trip. I was just watching that. I don't know if you guys see that show, King of the Road, um, where they do the stuff for Thrasher and all oh, the yeah. skateboarders and stuff. He was just on the latest season, and he was on there, and I was just watching him <laughs> on TV, just, and I was like, damn. That's crazy young. And, and he, yeah, 56 years yeah. old, you know? And Godspeed. Yeah, it's a bummer. Also, uh, some sad news to pass uh, passing away in the rock world. Former Aussie guitarist Bernie Torme, dead at 66, passed away on Sunday. At, uh, he was hospitalized last month with double pneumonia, and apparently it didn't get better. He was on a ventilator, so oh. he replaced Randy Rhodes. Uh, he was the lead guitarist also in Deep Purple. Uh, Ian Gillen's solo band Gillen. He formed Desperado with Twisted singer D. Snyder Ooh. and ex Iron Maiden drummer Clive Burr. He also led his own band Electric Gyp- Gypsies and Torme appearing on over twenty four albums throughout the course of his career. Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah. Kind both of the, both of those guys, even though one died young and one was slightly older, like they both lived a pretty pretty awesome life. Yeah, they did. They were you know underrated uh, you know guys that did a lot. And also another sad uh, passing what, away. In what's the rock up world. with all the sad news, Chris? I know. Sorry, it but happens I, in threes. Like yeah, we, we got to talk about it. I got to <laughs> you know, know these are iconic people here. That's you know? true. That's D- true. Dick Dale, surf rock icon, dead at eighty one this week. Uh, you know the king of surf guitar. Um, he passed away at the age of eighty one. Uh, apparently, he had a bunch of different types of health problems, kidney failure, diabetes, and stuff. Uh, so, But he had tour dates planned throughout this year, hmm. and so it's just kind of unfortunate. Um, wrote it until the wheels <coughs> fell off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a, a, a Dick Dale record that was signed to Joyner. Oh, nice. No, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, he Random. said on an interview, it was kind of a trip, he said that he wanted to die on stage in an explosion of body parts. He said on his quote here, he says, quote, you tell the people, don't be scared of dying. When your mind leaves this body, it's a beautiful thing. It's not to be feared. Don't let that fear of dying affect the way you live. You take that fear and you use it as a driving force to keep moving forward no matter how much pain you have. That's how I do what I do on stage. I'm not afraid to die because it all gets beautiful from here. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. Pretty cool quote there from Dick Dale. I had that (laughs) conversation with my four-year-old son today. Yeah? He's... Likes to ask us about dying. What, what did he say? Well, he was asking about somebody who died. I don't know. My mom tells him all these stories of like John Denver, and yeah, he like knows the whole story of John Denver's <laughs> wow, death. Really? Wow, four. in detail. And, <laughs> yeah. And so he asked us that. Uh, yeah, basically like, told him that you don't have to be the afraid of went dying. Down. It was the fuselage. You know, <laughs> um, when you think about that, then you just know that you gotta. Do something with your life and it, help as many people as you yeah. can, you know? It's up when he wakes up at 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. and he just goes, seconds before the plane crashed, John yeah. Denver thought, what's <laughs> happened with my life? <laughs> it's like a past life, I think. He was, <laughs> he'll ask me stuff. Did Tom Petty die? And I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah, Mommy, how much fentanyl was in his blood system? <laughs> I know you it's know. 4 a.m. I don't know why your son has like a slightly British accent. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, all right, so just moving on real quick from the Dick Dale thing. Jack White pinned a pretty cool tribute uh, to late guitar legend Dick Dale. Uh, 
He said, it was a pretty cool little quote. He said, quote, I spent many moments learning his massive reverb guitar licks in my bedroom and still enjoy playing his song Nitro whenever I can. Awesome. Sadly, I never got to meet him. A unique innovator of the guitar with pick-melting style and swagger for miles. I can remember traveling up to Pontiac from Detroit by myself to watch him play when I was 16. That upside-down gold sparkle fender of his needs to be hung up someplace special. Dick Dale, king of the surf guitar. Cool. And, you know. It's a cool tribute. Mm-hmm. And lots of other guys ch- uh, chimed in. Queens, Brian May, Stevie Van Zandt, Leo Fender. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, he was like, apparently Dick Dale helped, you know, he was buddies with Leo Fender, the owner of Fender Guitars back then, and uh, he, he was like revolutionized that what, stuff. What man, a legacy. So. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So moving on to some more rock news. Oh, man. I was so disappointed with this uh these fucking festival lineups Line these days, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I feel like such an old man or something, but... What, you don't want to see Halsey? <sighs> oh, man. So the Woodstock <laughs> hey, 50. Hey, what's wrong with Halsey? Hey, I, I'm not... I'm, she does a <laughs> really neat art thing when she's on stage. Isn't Halsey a degenerative <laughs> bone disease? No, she hosted SNL Miley. the other week. Oh, okay, so what, what do you guys think? of This is the Woodstock 50 lineup here that's going to be going on August 16th through the 18th. Watkins Glen, New York. Uh, I see Run the, the Jewels. That's good. <laughs> Run the Jewels. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Dave Crosby and friends. Oh, yeah. a Coke Fuel Dave Crosby. Yeah. Coke Fuel David Crosby is that. on the bill. Oh, man. There's going to be soccer moms there. Frosted oh. mustache. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, the headliners yeah. for everybody's like, what are we eh. talking about? The Killers, Miley Cyrus, Santana on day one, Dead and Company, Chance the Rapper, Black Keys on day two, Jay Z, Imagine Dragons, and Halsey on day three. Eh. To me, it looks like day three is like more of the modern stuff. There's yeah. really, they, they kind of like <laughs> made that in the end. And then Dead and Company, I mean, they, they were there in the original Woodstock, and Santana was too. So oh, there's yeah. a couple people there, Robert Plant. I don't. I don't think Robert Plant and Zeppelin were there. Where, but, where does this take place? Uh, Watkins Glen, New York, at the racetrack, I guess. At the original Woodstock, uh, right? Location? No, that's no? a different place. There's a place. It's called the Bethel Woods um, Recreation Center. That's right there by the original oh, place. Okay. And they have a different lineup that's featuring more of the traditional. Santana's there as well, David Crosby, and it's all the older bands. Okay. Mm. So it's all like you know the more more of a well canned heat on day three. Can't heat. There we go. They played a Merced. They yeah, did. and yeah. Hot Tuna. Mm-hmm. Can't heat and Hot Tuna. Those dudes were tuna. Well, that speaking was the guys like from Jefferson tuna. Airplane. Oh yeah. So that's speaking, Jor- Jorma and Jack there. Speaking of playing a Merced, you you said Joiner early. I remember Joiner. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I know. No, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I, I barely remember that. That's, that's a that's some that's some old school Merced Atwater Rolly type. Yeah, stuff. that was very very fun time. Nice. With some some great friends. Nice. Very nice. Uh, all right, another lineup uh, that's disappointing to me as well is <laughs> Lollapalooza. Well, Tenacious mm. D's there. Uh, that's I, awesome. I guess the Strokes, that's kind of encouraging that they're playing uh, shows again. I heard rumors that they were going to be doing some kind of a tour or something, and so that's kind of cool. 21 Pilots would be kind of neat. Um, but all the other ones there, Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino, good enough, I guess. Tame Impala, that would be kind of cool. They're, you know, they're on a major tour from Australia. Uh, Flume, the Chainsmokers, Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin is a um, that's a like a cumbia Mexican type artist. Like, uh, ooh, I like it. Yeah, they're yeah. mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, that's that, it's, it's that's really huge right now. <laughs> Where's um the poster looks like a Saved by the Bell background. 
know. Yeah, it does. Very yeah. Le- <laughs> it's very Lisa Frank, isn't that it? Yeah. Screech's shirt. On my uh, Trapper Keeper. It's like a sweatshirt pattern. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does look that. And then, you know, there's so many <laughs> bands on there. It just gets smaller and smaller. It's like Star Wars. I know. Oh, I don't like the layout. The crawl. I don't like the font at the top. Wow, that is quite a few Look at that. You can't even see them at the bottom. I think they chose Better all the wrong, all the wrong design for this. Yeah, Imagine the to be Where announced list. You can't know, even right? see the They're bottom. using like that bazooka font at the bottom. I, I think they I just got every font. band. <laughs> I fucking like hate Every bazooka. band in the world <laughs> yeah. just it, come play this. And it ends with a T-Mobile like we'll contract. We'll be in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Where is where is um impressive list Les Claypool and um John Lennon's son Sean Ono uh, the Lennon Claypool Delirium Yes yeah. uh, where, why they're can't fantastic. we see those in, in these festivals Man they're, they're, they're awesome. on they're on some they're on uh, they're at Bonnaroo uh, they're at they're at Outside Lands uh, Well Outside Lands hasn't been announced what yet a dope well, last live year, show year Yeah last year they were there last year uh, the mm. Outside Lands lineup's coming in 5 days supposedly so we're going to hear about that pretty soon and I don't know, I got my fingers crossed that'll be something decent, but... Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, uh, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that, yeah, yeah. but crow's milk does so much more it, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. Uh, speaking of the Bay Area, Metallica teaming up again with the San Francisco Symphony for S&M Part 2, apparently. Mm. It's the 20th anniversary of the 1999 album where they teamed up with the San Francisco uh, orphanage, uh, orphanage, the San Francisco <laughs> Orchestra. Got, you like, mean, maybe the orphanage, choir. too. I don't know. Uh, you mean, you mean, open. Do you mean that San Francisco <laughs> Orphanage? Orphanage. <laughs> The Orphanage Orchestra. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the saddest <laughs> sound in the world. <laughs> They're all violins. Can I get some more, please? There's like a kid with a cough please. in the background. Little Oliver. Yes. <laughs> Little Oliver twists fucking with rags and Click shit. of crutches. Dickensian. On stage. Let's all harmonize. We need mommies and daddies right now. All of us, all at once. That was I'll a good start. <laughs> yep. You're on your own, Charles. <laughs> Uh, apparently, it's it, this is kind of cool because they're going to be opening the new Chase Center in San Francisco. It's going to be a huge 18,000-seat arena that's going to be home to oh, wow. the uh, Golden State Warriors in the fall, and it's going to be a new concert venue. So cool. that's going to be kind of neat. Um, nice, nice. But here's the deal. Fans are already pissed at ticket scalping bots because mm. here tickets have it. Well, by the time you guys are hearing this on Friday... Tickets have already gone on sale, but they've been on a pre-sale for supposed fan club members, where you have to be a legit fan club member, and you go and you register, 
but apparently there was no ticket or like an eight ticket limit or a very high ticket limit and so a lot of these people they have these bot accounts where they just like grabbed up all the tickets immediately and fans were screenshotting and videotaping it like they were there at 10 a.m. It put them in the queue for the tickets, and then it would say that they don't have um, any tickets uh, so available. Bootsy. Yeah. So you, know, you should have to like line up old style, like at a place, and buy the tickets. Right. You know? yeah. It's not fair the way it's done anymore. It's kind of true. How can you compete? You know. Well, uh, uh, there's some of the other popular live acts like Pearl Jam, Fish, The Dead, Dave Matthews Band. They have their own kind of way of doing tickets, and I think Metallica is a big enough band, where, and you would think smart enough to where they could get the tickets in the hands of real fans and not like scalpers mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. figure it out guys it's not fucking rocket science you know make it a pair per person you know only as you show up at the venue with id you know mm-hmm. make it uh you know will call only don't you know give you yeah, an eight ticket limit too. or some shit and now they're going for like thousands of dollars on StubHub already and it's yeah. like it's not Ridiculous. fucking worth it it would have been cool for 50 60 bucks to go see that but not for right. fucking hundreds of dollars oh speaking of 50 bucks you know what's coming out in um in san jose in like may no 50 bucks uh so the 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 play um the musical the book of mormon oh yeah oh, it's yeah? coming oh, to san jose wow. oh, in a nice. few months yeah and the that's tickets tickets are like 50 bucks oh okay to go see right. it and you know that's you know that's not going to happen what happened with metallica and the, <laughs> and the, or, and the orphans orchestra <laughs> the orphanage orchestra <laughs> That's going to be a great show. Those proceeds orphans do man. go to the orphanage. The, yeah, the proceeds go to the orphanage, so that's yeah. really going to help them out. probably open the show. Yeah. They'll yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> They're going to uh. be the ushers. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be the ushers. How sad. <laughs> Feed you leftover popcorn <laughs> from the floor. Oh, shit. All right, well, last thing about Metallica is I guess they celebrated the 37th anniversary of their first ever concert. Uh, Old. March 14th, 1982. Is at, that a picture of it? Yeah, up that's, here. No, that weird bird face down there. Oh, oh okay. no. <laughs> that's a guy from Slipknot. <laughs> this, this is a photo from that era, I guess. Um, that's them. When James was a, a lead singer, he didn't even play guitar. And uh, it was Dave Mustaine wow. and, uh, you know, uh, the rest of the And a whole lot of hair. Yeah. <laughs> they had to put two pictures of Lars in there. Because the, <laughs> the group picture wasn't wasn't enough. That's it, the it wasn't showing photo on the right, funny enough. <laughs> I miss my Dutch friend. <laughs> that's, a, that's his passport photo on the right. You see the rest of the band. <laughs> <laughs> that's his passport, that's his passport photo. It's like I go everywhere with him. And he's uh, not playing the drums. He's taking He's on the toilet, actually, on that yeah. shot. Uh, all right. Slipknot officially parts <laughs> way with some percussionists that no one's ever heard of, Chris Venn. Uh, but this is an interesting story because I kind of feel bad for the guy. Apparently, he filed a lawsuit against his bandmates. He claimed that he hasn't been paid properly for the years of touring and recording with the group. Apparently there was uh, he's he's saying that there has been it, the band's income was being funneled through one company that supposedly splits the profits between the group members, right? But he alleges that he recently discovered the existence of several other Slipknot related business entities through which other members were collecting more money. Oh, and he wasn't getting any. He specifically accused band leaders Sean Crahan and Corey Taylor of shady business dealings and demanded a full forensic accounting be done on Slipknot's companies and assets. Wow. Forensic. Yeah. So, and then Corey's saying, you know, he went on Twitter and said, quote, try being <laughs> wrongfully accused of stealing money from someone you cared about and having a lot of your fans believe it, end quote. Fenn was known for wearing a Pinocchio-style mask. He's been performing with Slipknot since they began in 1998, and he's been on all, the, all their albums. Hmm. So the interesting part was the next day that I was looking at this story, Donnie Steele, former Slipknot guitarist, spoken out in defense of band percussionist Chris Fenn. 
he went on uh, Facebook and said, LOL, don't blame him. Nobody likes to get lied to and ripped off. I know firsthand. Mm -hmm. He added, quote, and most, most of them can't write. In the three years I toured with them, I actually spent more time in writing sessions in the studio than I did on the road, all done behind other members' back. That's how they roll. Wow. End quote. So he's alleging that these guys even like write stuff behind the other members' ba- band's backs and sneak stuff in there or something. Like, wow. I mean, as you guys in a band, I mean, how would, you know? Do, what does that sound like to you? Does well, that he's sound the like the one doing all the writing and they're fucking... taking credit? Oh, that way, the way that 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 vehicle works is you know entirely different than I guess what we do. So yeah, yeah we're just very fortunate to. You guys write together, I would imagine. Yeah, it's just yeah. This um, yes, we, it's all I mean, we all collaborate on ideas. Nice. Yeah, it just sucks to tour. It gets to a point like this, right? Where and they got fucking like nine guys in the band. So I mean, I guess <laughs> right? that's bound to happen. And I don't really, honestly, I don't really see adding. You know, well, I think we need to do a keg slam on this one. <laughs> yeah, he was. The I keg need to slam. hit. I need to hit the fucking uh, <laughs> the trash can lid on this. You know, part. he was also wearing the Pinocchio mask, so he's probably fucking lying about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. No one's See talking about that, Carlos. Yeah, you, you know, that was actually size, size wow. to fit. Yeah, uh, size to fit is no, in '98. Like, it's meta. Size to fit. It's meta. Yeah, <laughs> the puppet in the Iron Mask. He's oh like, shit. That's a good one. In okay. 98, it, 98, it was just a simple Mike Myers mask, and mm-hmm. now look at it. Look yeah. at it now. <laughs> okay, I want to show you guys this video. Some There's this thing going online about Paul Stanley using pre-recorded vocal tracks on the Kiss Farewell Tour. So there have been these persistent online rumors about Stanley allegedly lip-syncing to pre-recorded vocals. The speculation stemmed from the fact that he'd been struggling to hit the high notes many of their classic songs yeah. for a number of years. So recently, mm-hmm. a fan uploaded a video to YouTube supposedly showing this theory in action. He wrote on the comment section, quote, Paul's not singing. There's an audio engineer who ripped five or six shows from this tour, synced them up in Pro Tools. Paul's vocals are exactly the same across each show. The only time we hear his actual voice in the speakers is when he's addressing the crowd. He went on to say, if you can't physically do your job anymore, you're done. You're done. It's sad that it's turned into a Kiss karaoke show. Mm. Eh. So I'm going to show you the video eh. here, guys, and Ouch. you can see. Well, didn't you just judge go for see yourselves. Kiss? I did. Yeah. And I, I couldn't. You know, we were pretty fucking far back, to be yeah. honest. I didn't have good seats. I wouldn't be able to... Did, I, I didn't feel like he was, right. you know, I, I yeah, at the show. But when I saw this video here, <clears throat> I was like, okay, maybe it's like... Maybe just it's one song, or maybe it's... I don't know, you know? Hold on, this stupid ad. <laughs> uh, fucking YouTube. Come on, YouTube. Bastards. Hi, Grant. Hi. <laughs> hey, now. guys, it's uh, Grant. Here, let me kind of... <laughs> I gotta fast forward a little bit here to the part. In my head. Okay, let me, uh, actually, I went a little bit. Were you singing Zombie by, uh, yeah. yeah. In my head. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Wow, that's awesome. Nice. (laughs) That is great. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not even anywhere near and the mic. All, oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I like to believe that he could project that, like a that energy. <laughs> I mean, you witnessed the fire. Come on, dude. That was definitely him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I don't know. That's pretty damning evidence there. But I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. Great. Who gives a shit anyway? Yeah. Uh, there is another video where his hair caught fire from that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no oh way. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Right, yeah. 
recently. Yeah, just yeah. recently. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's intense. It's, it's, a, it's a hot job. Look out. Uh, all right. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stacked. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking Ball Jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball Jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some Ball Jack right in the Ball Jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James. He's playing James. James, James is jacked out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Look Look at this photo of Marilyn Manson doing some country with Shooter Jennings. Oh, oh God. He's been apparently recording at the studio of outlaw country musician Shooter Jennings for his 11th studio album. He needs a Shooter Jennings himself in the Shooter's face. wearing a Metallica shirt. We just got done talking about that. Uh, shit. So I don't know. Uh, apparently, they're, they're, they've collaborated before on a David Bowie cover in 2016. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be a country album or not. Shooter. Fucking weird. Shooter McGavin. Shooter. I don't know. It could be cool. So I was thinking of Shooter McGavin and Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could wear gold jackets, green jackets. Who gives a what shit? What an awesome combination, right? And their song could be called You Eat Pieces of Shit for Breakfast. <laughs> and they'll have another one. Go home. Why won't you go to your home? You eat pieces of shit. Check it out. Does that? So, no. <laughs> what, what do you guys think of that cheesecake cheesesteak there? Does it look good? Yes. It's not it's, made out of meat. Mm-hmm. It's beyond, yes. Is it beyond meat? Yeah, it's the impossible plant-based meat. It's Questlove. Uh, his cool. new Questlove cheesesteaks there are going to be available at the Shoreline Amphitheater this spring. Well, you know, Philly cheesesteaks aren't really meat either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they're made from animal parts, but it's... it's the like, original what, like one was called um, Steakums. It was actual, like... Oh, process meat yeah, yeah. that was invented for I've the had filling. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like mechanically separated. Yeah. And, and, it's like yeah. lunch meat, It's basically. the tastiest what? cardboard air, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah. well, that's not what this is. It's <laughs> Questlove's cheesesteak. It's apparently made with all plant-based meat. Uh, it's going to be at 40 Live Nation-owned and operated venues across North America this summer. So if you guys are cool. going to that see a, con- a concert <laughs> somewhere, you'd probably be able to get this cheesesteak. 
uh, that's uh, it's all natural. I wonder if it has vegetarian. like a lot of fat or salt or what the nutritional. I don't know. know. It's made with though. a lot. It's made with a lot of quest love. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I trust anything. Quest love special oh, sauce. Bring it in home. Yeah. Quest love special sauce. You, you want to have nice. some of Quest Love's meat? <laughs> Come on down and get some of Quest Love's meat. Oh, shit. Special sauce. <laughs> All right. Special quest Let's move on to some trivia. On this day in music history trivia, March 21st, 1952, rock history is made on this day in this city where the first rock concert took place. Despite the fact that there is only one song played and the show never really gets off the ground, it is still considered the first rock and roll concert. Was it at A, Detroit, Michigan, B, Cleveland, Ohio, or C, Memphis, Tennessee? We built this city. Which oh, is that your answer? Which one is that your answer? So your answer is Starship. Yep. No, okay. uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe the Cleave? I don't know. Maybe Memphis? I'm not going to be the first one to guess. <laughs> I'll be the first no one to guess. So in 1952, I know I actually know the answer to this because it's part of another trivia question that I answered right like a couple of years ago. This actually was during the same time when the first crate of Creole Reserve was produced ah. and delivered to that same venue, um, you know, which accidentally spilled off the back of a truck. And who, of course, else was sitting out there but Elvis Presley? Who, wow. who grabbed the only remaining bottle of Krill Reserve and drank right. it and said, this is good stuff. That's what made him Honestly. shake his hips like that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going with Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, that's a great story, too, Charles. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks. That was, yeah, it was your, your kids are lucky, Charles. <laughs> are, you're going to get I'm gonna, them. I'm going to go with that one, too, because that's a pretty cool story. It's a good mm-hmm. story, right? Uh, George, there. George, what do you say? Well, Cleveland, because that's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, so I'm guessing that's why. Okay, oh, that's a good point. I like the Cleve. That's, that's a good point. Oh, but then there's Detroit point. Rock City. Detroit Rock yeah, City. Yeah, pick mm-hmm. some hard ones. I'm going to yeah. say Cleveland, too, because I like to say okay. the Cleve. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever uh, the answer Brandy, is, what change do you say? the story. Yeah. And Cleveland then it's Rocks. That Cleveland one. Rocks. Yeah. Cleavage Land. Okay, Cleave. let's see here. Here's the poster. Oh, it was the Moondog Coronation Ball. Oh. Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was in Cleveland. And Elvis was visiting Cleveland. The Cleve. I remember yeah, that I re- now. Yeah, I remember that night. I remember Paul that. Williams and the Hucklebuckers. The Hucklebuckers. Tiny like Grimes Rockin' Highlanders. The Hucklebuckers. Danny Cobb. Motherfucking Very underrated Danny Cobb. <laughs> the uh, motherfucking Veretta Diller. <laughs> Many others. A dollar fifty. Good lord. So you said it was only one song. Yeah, only one song. So here's the deal. I'll I'll tell you. It was dollar fifty to watch the fucking Hucklebuckers. Moon dog. What? Ain't even no Huckleberries out here. What in the world? Record rendezvous. Wow, you used to have one of those here for set. Yeah. Okay, so it was organized by WJW DJ Alan Freed Moondog. That was his name on the air. So it was called the Moondog Radio Show. Oh, I've heard of Moondog. Yeah. So it's widely considered the first rock concert. Oh, that's raw dog. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We, di- we digress. All right. <laughs> Apparently, over 25,000 people turned up for the show, and the arena capacity was only 10,000. Oh, wow. So as the overflow Whoa. crowd tries to bust through the barriers, Paul Williams and his hucklebuckers, not even able to make it through one song before the Cleveland Police Department, supported by fire- oh. fires bearing fire Whoa. hoses, bring the show to a halt. 
Damn. Despite the fact that the show never really gets off the ground, it's considered the first rock and roll concert. Cleveland has had a revival wow. of the show every year since 1992, featuring classic rock and R&B artists. So, that yeah. is an awesome story that Holy. I did not know. Yeah. I, thought it was <laughs> I mean, I did know because I knew. Yeah, I knew yeah, that you were there. I, the Krill Reserve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tied in there. I knew of the. Back when they story. made it in those glass-lined Latrobes. That's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Those are real classy. Yeah, Those are very classy. It's real classy. Last line jinx. All right, guys. Trip. Have you ever heard of this man slapping championship? Oh, yeah. I've seen videos of this. All I've right. actually seen videos of this. So this is the video from this year's man slapping championship <laughs> from Russia. These guys open slap from each Russia. other. Open hand slap. Yeah. Ah! This guy got knocked out twice by the guy on the right. That was the first time he got knocked out. Second time he gets knocked out right here. Oh. <laughs> wow. He's hitting him like low on the jaw there. It's like um, E Honda meets Zangief. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It is. Zangief. He has the power of both. That's exactly how we prep for our shows. Yeah, that's how we get ready. <laughs> Man slapping. Square right in the face. Uh, it was The championship was held in Serbia, Russia over the weekend. So Siberia. apparently they just stand on opposite sides of the podium, slapping each other in the face. Uh, they only get four hundred and sixty-six dollars for first place. Oh, that's that's all there is to do there. Not doing in it Siberia. for the money. They're doing, doing it for money. the vodka. That's <laughs> they get a lot the of notoriety vodka and the meal they I get think to they're eat. They're just that doing that it for day. fun. Well, yeah. the winner has to slap himself in the face in order <laughs> to finish the job. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> while while Vladimir Putin watches disprovingly, uh, shirtless, shakes his head. Oh. On horseback. <laughs> so check out the first. Uh, here we'll move on to movie and TV entertainment news this week. Uh, check out the first poster for Quentin um, Tarantino's new film. I'm cool. so excited. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Have you guys seen the trailer? <laughs> it yeah. looks really good. I'm it a looks fan, good. Yes. And yes. The, Very cool. The trailer uh, came out today. Well, actually, by the time just you guys are hearing it, it was yesterday. The Pretty clothes cool. in this is it's like oh, just yeah. the style of it alone is like it's going to be a spread in GQ or some shit. I like how it looks like a lighthearted, like funny kind of oh, yeah. thing. But that, like a I real think that dark people side. are gonna get bamboozled into this, thinking like going to the theater, like, "Hey, this looks like a fun, yeah, fun movie," and then it's gonna get all fucking Tarantino all on fucking them. This is also and... Luke Perry's last film. He's yeah, in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's gonna be a lot of blood and guts. So it kind of centers on um, what's interesting is it doesn't. We all know it's about the Charles Manson murders, but. It doesn't center on that. No, it's just about like life during those times. And it kind of centers it. on Brad Pitt and um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, which is their stuntmen. Well, one's an actor, and Brad Pitt plays his stuntman. Look at this guy playing Bruce, man. He looks just like him. Oh, yeah. Looks exactly like him. Yeah. What if Wild. I accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> We get one glimpse at the guy who's playing Charles Manson. I think it's coming up here. Oh, yeah. There, right there. There we guy. go. Looks really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for the music and just the visual. I Big mean, time. It looks coming so out cool. July 26th. Uh, so. Big time. And also, this news. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I read this today. Whoa. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Uh, they've been talking about the Bill and Ted third movie for a long time. Apparently, it is going to happen. They announced in a video shot at the Hollywood Bowl. That uh, it's going to be called Bill and Ted Three Face the Music. Oh wow! It's coming out August twenty first, twenty twenty. And here's the plot. Uh, apparently, yet to fulfill their rock and roll destiny, the now middle aged best friends set out on a new adventure. When a visitor from the future warns them that their only song 
can save life as we know it and bring harmony to the universe. Along the way, they'll be helped by their families, old friends, and a few music legends. I like that part about music legends, so there's going to be some pretty cool mm-hmm. cameos in there. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. And at some point during the movie, somebody um, somebody kills uh, Keanu Reeves' dog, and he goes on a fucking murder wow, rampage. Oh, wow, I didn't hear that. I heard he gets stuck on a bus, then he can't go below fifty miles per hour. Well, and go. then it's a boat, and, and then exactly. he gets transferred into the Matrix, and, and it's just it's it and goes, somewhere down the line there's some Lost there. Boys. Because yeah. <laughs> what's his face? I yeah. know kung fu. <laughs> <Sorry>. All right. <laughs> Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Moving on, other movie entertainment news. I thought this was kind of cool. The new Dark Tower TV series in the works for Amazon. Oh, yes, finally. The so, movie yeah. uh, movie was oh, pretty Stephen shitty. King. Uh, and apparently these are the two guys that are in the lead roles. Uh, I, re- I refuse to watch the movie. Sam Strike, I never heard of this guy. But uh, the other guy there, Jasper Pakanen, mm-hmm. he's in Vikings and Black Klansman. He's a great actor. That's uh, a good so, movie. Uh, I'm really excited to see him. He's part of this. The Dark Tower TV series is independent from the film, and it's meant to be a more faithful retelling of the mm. Stephen King book than the movie was. Supposedly, it will take place many years before the events depicted in the future and will fi- focus on Roland DeShane's origin story, cool. how he first became the gunslinger and got his guns, first conflict with the man in black. Sweet. So that sounds kind of cool. It's going to be nice. on Amazon. Uh, new documentary. This, uh, this was kind of interesting. It's going to be called... Murder in the Front Row, the San Francisco Bay Area thrash metal history story. And it's uh, the thrash metal story, excuse me. And it's basically a documentary of the San Francisco Bay Area thrash metal scene from the 80s. And they have all kinds of bands in here uh, with exclusive interviews. Uh, You know, Metallica, Exodus, Anthrax, you know, they're going to they're going to do it all. So that's what I grew up in. What do you what do you guys think of this? Just seeing the little cool. the trailer here. Looks kind of cool, right? Yeah, it looks fun. I like anything about California. <laughs> Honestly, that's really cool. Another like, cool that, another that cool uh, music documentary that came out la- late last year was called "Turn It Around: The Story of the Bay Area Punk Scene in the East Bay," and it featured a lot of the bands from the East Bay punk scene of the '80s and the Gilman Street Project and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, that one just came out too, and 
it's it's really cool. I like how they're focusing on the Bay Area and some of the history behind it because it's a cool story. Yeah. For some of our listeners that are not familiar with the California San Francisco Bay Area and the thrash metal history behind it, you guys need to check this out because it's it's a pretty I don't know I guess not underrated but maybe not as much talked about in the mainstream I guess as the Bay Area you know like thrash metal and all that shit I guess we know because we grew up here yeah but a lot of people in other areas really don't right know the history and the importance of it so yeah check it out it's called Murder in the Front Row nice uh, San Francisco Bay Area thrash metal story I smoked um, with Chuck Billy from Testament oh nice oh nice <laughs> is he cool guy? he's a cool guy right yeah, extremely cool uh, he's massive He's nice. just a big, big, big man. Yeah, right on, right on. Uh, he looked down at me, and, and as he was handing me this joint, he says, How old are you, kid? <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him, I've been listening to you for since I was a kid, you know, and he was like, Well, how old are you, kid? And I'm like, Fuck, I, at that time, I think I was like 30 years old. So. <laughs> awesome. I'm 13. <clears throat> uh, cool shit. All right, uh, last thing on. Um, Movie TV entertainment news this week. Apple unveiling their new AirPods and teasing their TV and video service. I don't know if any of you guys are into Apple stuff or do you guys really not even use that kind of shit? Not I just care. got me a... Whatever. Yeah, I just it's got my like super Apple overpriced phone, for me, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, the fucking AirPods are these wireless headphones that they're selling now, and they're like $160, yeah. which is just crazy. I don't know. You could like Wait, lose them in I a fucking say, second. They seem super yeah. easy to lose, right? Really? Like you're out. You can't like, you know, yeah. run around in those really. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, Apple's TV service, there was rumors that it would include Netflix, but there was a story that came out that that's not going to be the case. So uh, Netflix CEO said, nope, we're not going to have that shit on there. They're going to do their own thing. Uh, and apparently Apple's going to reveal their television and video service on Monday, March 25th. Mm. So you guys will hear more about that. Oh. And uh, also that Disney news this week, they closed that $71 billion acquisition Ooh. of 21st Century Fox's ass- assets, which is X-Men, Avatar, The Simpsons, Luke Skywalker, Marvel superheroes, Mickey Mouse, fucking everything. Wow. Frozen. Kajillion dollars. That's a million, oh, million that wild? dollars in itself. But they didn't buy Fox News or sports. Right. Yeah, those stay <laughs> apparently. They were trying to undercut them and say, we were thinking about just $70 mil- uh, billion. <laughs> 71 <laughs> or no deal. <laughs> 71 or no deal. Or I'm walking. 71 billion and 35 cents. <laughs> that 35 cents better fucking be there. No deal. <laughs> Dude, look at this flooding in the. Uh, we're talking about the world news oh, now. Look no, at this man. flooding that's going on in the Missouri River, Mississippi River. Fucking crazy. This that is, is really a picture bad. from Iowa. Uh, wow. Yeah, the Nebraska Farm Bureau estimates the farm and ranch losses are up to a billion dollars in that state alone. All the livestock is getting, and it's like all the baby cows were just born. Oh and yeah, they're all horrible. getting swept away in yep. the flood. It's There's really no, sad. I mean, you look at how far that that water's up to that house, like it's almost on the second story. Uh, crazy horses so, and, and look at this flooding too. In um, this was more than a thousand feared dead after the Mozambique Whoa. cyclone that hit Mozambique in Africa, Holy leaving entire fuck. villages underwater. That's crazy. <clears throat> it struck late last Thursday, March 14th. It took several days for the seriousness to become clear in the impoverished nation. Only 84 people are confirmed dead, but he predicts that the toll will rise to a thousand. Uh, yeah, so uprooted trees oh and everything. Yeah, it looks pretty wild. Devastation. Uh, another sad story before we move on to some better news uh, and worth just mentioning: uh, the New Zealand uh, attack that that happened uh, this week as well. 
the 28 year old white supremacist guy named Mike or what, what was his name Britton yeah. Tarrant yeah uh, he killed 50 people at this church uh, this Muslim mosque um, pretty sad and, but one thing that kind of I thought was pretty neat about it was that New Zealand passed a ban on automatic weapons within 24 mm-hmm. hours of the shooting mm-hmm. so they just jumped right to it yeah and I, I think they set a pretty good example of you know it's not like you know everybody's you know gun owner this and that taking away my rights there's no need to have automatic, fully automatic weapons. You know, those are police-grade, military-grade weapons. They shouldn't be in the hands of civilians. You could still have a fucking gun. No one's going to come and take it from you. But at least ban these automatic weapons that make it so easy to do yeah. these, these types of killings. Huge you amounts know? of damage. I'm, I mean, I'm just, just really I'm really so I'm glad, glad they that, did uh, that. They, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad New Zealand has a special law that says that after something like this happens, they slowly shove a pineapple up the ass <laughs> of the guy... <laughs> Or maybe well, that, that's what God, I want, well, and that's what that's Choke what makes the ban important. That I think a lot of people don't ha- haven't really thought out when they're saying that they're against the ban. It's not going to stop you know the violence from happening. No, but what it will stop is you know let's say a boat comes into Sydney Harbor that's got a contraband payload of all automatic weapons. Right. Uh, if they're boarded and it's and all that is seized, then that guy isn't going to be able to say. You know, ignorance to the law. Oh, it's for a shooting uh, tournament that yeah. I, I'm bringing these <laughs> yeah. weapons. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, like they're time. illegal. They can't come in. We're going to punish yep. you to the full Take it right the fucking law. back where you came and from. And then those guns are out of circulation. Yep, exactly. And you could still have a fucking gun is the point. Just right. not a fully automatic weapon. Not one that nothing wrong like with that. People in a minute, I don't see how you know? people could be upset at that, you know? It's like, yeah. but anyway, whatever. Mm. Let's move on to some more interesting <laughs> news. Uh, weekly What the Fuck? As DNA may have finally identified Jack the Ripper. Oh, it, oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's, you know, the infamous serial killer murdered at least five women in London, 1888. I'm amazed at how they used this forensic DNA, but apparently, British researchers have used the forensic DNA testing on blood and semen found on a shawl near the body of the fourth victim. Wait, they already did this a while ago. Catherine Eddowes. Well, they matched it to one of the main suspects, a oh, 23-year-old. Polish barber Aaron Kozminski, yeah, who Barbers was like who was like schizophrenic. He was like a crazy fucking person. It's like Sweeney and he was, Todd. Yeah, he was implicated. Well, he was he had already <laughs> spent time like in a mental institution. I mean, this guy was crazy. Well, and he apparently vanished after the murders, and so now they've linked it to this guy. So yeah. wow, that's, that's wild. where did he vanish to? I wonder. You know, I think probably a mental institution. He spent well, a lot of time do? in a mental institution. This wow. guy, this guy did. He was in and out. He was crazy, wild. Um, so <laughs> this was interesting. MySpace losing 12 years <laughs> worth of music. Guys, are you upset? You lose all your MySpace music. Whoa. What are we, we going to do? <laughs> I mean, I was never cool enough to be on MySpace. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, some of us have <laughs> defunct bands where that's the only place the music right. exists that's, anymore. That's the key. And that's why I brought it up this, <laughs> this week is apparently a lot of musicians are very upset because there's bands that aren't together anymore that had a MySpace profile. That was some of their only saved music that you know now it's it's gone was joint was joiner on there surprise yeah. <laughs> could have been yeah, i think joiner was is is yeah. or was yeah there's one was on there cool so yeah apparently uh all the way up until 2015 everything's fucking gone so. oh man yeah yeah too bad um all right coffee drinkers this was an interesting promotion that i thought was uh, a good deal for if you're into coffee $5 a month at Burger King, you can get a small cup of coffee every day at any time for $5 a month. 
Oh, okay. So you sign up through the Burger King app, and apparently you can go in there and get a fucking cup of coffee. Wow. Every day for All five right. bucks. So All right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like speaking of fast food shit, Taco Bell. We have some. Thank you, Charles, for bringing in the Taco Bell sauce mm-hmm. packets to the podcast today. Just in mm-hmm. case we do get snowed in, uh, we can all survive on these Taco Bell packets. Yeah. Um, that we we remember a couple weeks ago, somebody got stuck in the snow in their car for what was it five days, mm-hmm. and the guy survived. Oh, yeah. Survived on Taco Bell sauce packets. <laughs> and his dog, guy and his dog. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mean he put the sauce on his dog? <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> we don't know what happened in that in that van. It was we Quest Love sauce. I think they point. had to drink some meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that vegan uh, dog meat. They provide, I think, like. 40 packets per one burrito. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. yeah, I, do. I have three drawers. Yeah. I know. So that's uh, where I got those from my drawer full of Taco Bell sauce. <laughs> so this is another Taco Bell life-saving story. As a man was sitting at a Taco Bell in Winter Haven, Florida, when in a life-saving decision, he got up to get more hot sauce. Seconds later, a car driven by an elderly man crashed through the front of the Taco Bell, wow. hitting the table where the man had been sitting. Wow. Luckily, no one was hurt in the crash, which was caused by the driver thinking his car had been in reverse instead of drive when he hit the accelerator. <laughs> what am I in right now? It's just a vehicle. <laughs> Do you remember when that happened at, um, at Bagel Time in Merced? Someone drove through the Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. It was was like that an elderly person? It was as an well? old lady, and she seriously, after that, got out and still went and got her hair done. Like at the where wow, she, she didn't even realize it. No, she did. And everybody, she I mean, she crashed nuts. through the yeah. she crashed through the glass. I mean, and into the restaurant, and she still went to her hair appointment. Oh, wow. nice, <laughs> nice. Do anything for one of those everything for bagels. God's sake. Oh yeah, <laughs> anything for an everything bagel anything. from bagel time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she smelled the locks and was just like, oh, like in there. Stop. I'm glad Bagel you know time. dad didn't get it. He's always in there. Okay, since we got some parents in the room, I thought this was a good one to cool. this uh, bring up. So it's no secret parents don't get a lot of sleep, but nah. they've, they've crunched the numbers, and apparently they say that parents don't get enough sleep for six years after a child is born. Huh. Uh, they say... Um, both parental sleep satisfaction and sleep duration sharply decline after childbirth, obviously, hitting their lowest point when a baby is three months of age. Oh, yeah. Women's mm-hmm. sleep duration and quality were far more affected than men, whether or not they breastfed their baby. Moms lost an average of one hour of sleep nightly compared to what they got prior to pregnancy. Th- this is where I start. So what do you one, say? One hour? One no, hour. You're no, fucking, you lose like six hours of yeah. sleep some nights and four hours and three and two on a good night. Especially I mean, when you breastfeed. And then this garbage yeah. about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't it think seems so. like pretty conservative. Yeah. <laughs> oh, only lost 20 minutes of sleep. Like, yeah, are you fucking no, kidding me? No, man. <clears throat> hours. And then, you know. They wake you up hella early. Years and, and years. Years and years. Goes on forever. They haunt you. No. Yeah. I have, I have, I have twin infants, and, and I'll tell you what. I, I What sleep? What is that? Right? See, I sleep, look at, what's that? I look at sleep Great longing when you go out the window. Crimp Shrine just, album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's enough for <laughs> this week, guys. Thanks for joining us. And, of course, always check it out, thegaragerockshow.com. Hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast. Give us a like and a follow and check out some of the photos of the things we're talking about tonight. And thanks to all the special guests coming in this week. Really cool. appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for joining Four, us. 420 Festival thanks, in Turlock. Thank you, Chris. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and yeah. one more time, real quick, uh, your your next show and uh, where the people can uh, get your music at. Uh, we will be playing on the 26th in Fresno. Um, 
at the college, I believe. That that's <clears throat> that information is also on the website. And then okay. the, uh, the Turlock show for the uh, Cannabis 420 is our next current things endeavors. Earlyempires.com, right? Earlyempires.com. Nice. Right. Everything's, uh, there's free music on there, uh, videos and such, and we appreciate all the support. And check it out. Tomorrow night we'll be playing a track from Early Empires and a bunch of new music on the Garage Rock Show. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can tune it in anywhere, anytime at thegaragerockshow.com and 1057thebear.com. Thanks, guys, for joining us this week. Peace. Thank I'll you, keep Chris. the scene. Later. <laughs>